Lock up your bikes and feel the heat. It's time for Like a Podcast. I'm Jordan, and with me, as always, is Argyle. Hello! And this week, we're talking about Yakuza 0, Chapter 8, The Tug of War. It's just called Tug of War. I felt like I'm it, glad it you necessary. wrote it down, because I did not. Well, you can remember it, because this is the week where our, our special twisted friend gets a little Tug of War. This is the one where it's Chapter 8. Tug of War, which stands for the eight times that Majima tugged his war at Gandara. Oh my goodness. Breaking news. I'm getting a delivery at this very moment. I'll be right back. Here I go. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Nice. Yeah, so Majima tug- had a, a, a war of eight tugs at Gandara with Kuze. Um, but this, <laughs> how's your week been? How, has, uh, has thing, has, bleh, how have things been treating you since our last recording? Pretty good. Uh, I said last week I was playing the messenger. I'm still playing that even though I beat it and the DLC. Uh, I'm playing like new game plus now. It's, it's still fun. And it's even more fun once you just like kind of know what you're doing. Cause like you can really like. Uh, it, it just kind of becomes one smooth experience. It, it, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm actually looking to stream it tomorrow. So oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, our podcast will will be out tomorrow. So who knows? Who knows? It's who possible. Knows? Um, if you're listening to this in the future, sorry. Um, I've been I've been hard at work. I've I picked Animal Crossing back up, so I've been hard at work uh, making my town Destino, just the best town it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally finally got a three-star rating so i finally got kk in my town and nice. i can start digging holes and making rivers um and you know making moats around the villagers i don't like just kidding <laughs> but uh that's been good um so on the on the plus side since we've had busy weeks it seems this chapter is remarkably short yeah it's like you can crush this chapter in like 40 minutes yeah i was saying before the the recording but i did actually i woke up about uh i woke up at about 10 a.m we're recording at one well well, almost two o'clock at this point but we were supposed to be recording at one o'clock uh and i managed to get it all done in time with about two and a half hours amazing that's 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 quality. That's good podcasting for it. We're we're really working hard. The, the, the game factory. said, "Hey, you guys, you're, you're busy this week. That's fine. You just got a short chapter. We'll just give you a short one this week." We're cranking hard in the Yakuza factory this week. We're not cranking that hard cranking, at all. We're we're doing no, a we're, real we're actually, short. Crank. We're taking it. Yeah, really a really easy going crank. And speaking of an easy going crank, let's uh, let's talk about that mysterious <laughs> that mysterious twisted man um, that is hanging out at the Cabaret Grand. So, yeah, we, we, we resume. Where do we start this week? Right, we resume right where we left off. Uh, we're we're still in Hogushi Kaikon. Lee and Majima are wondering what the fuck is going on because they don't know who the hell that was. Majima concludes that it's probably not Sagawa because Sagawa would just call him himself, but it must be someone who knew that he was sent to kill Sagawa. So it's probably someone to do with those or sent to kill Makoto. You should say yeah to kill Makoto. I'm I've got all my words mixed up. Um, yeah. So it, it's possibly someone to do with those Yakuza goons that we've beat up twice now. Uh, but who knows? He says like, "Oh well, the guy must have been." He, I, I Majima's got some big brains this week, where he's like, "Well, I did throw away that bag, 
So what it has to be is this guy dug through the trash and found the bag, mm-hmm. and then he dug up the bag, and then he killed the woman and did the thing for me. To be fair, he didn't really have to dig through the trash. It was right on top of the trash. He just picked it up. <laughs> I like to imagine that if like, I, I, amateur... I could have picked up that bag and been like, okay, we've got a uniform and a woman here. He obviously wants me to kill this woman. I could have done that. If... If Makoto was an amateur photographer who had been taking pictures of random strangers on the street and that she quit her job at Hogushi Kaikon and threw away her uniform because she was sick of working there, mm-hmm. then this man would have dug that out of the trash and put two and two together incorrectly and killed a <laughs> random woman. It's been like, oh, I figured, I figured this was what you wanted me to do. This is what you um, wanted, Makoto Makamura? A dead Makoto Makamura wanted- in the river? <laughs> Yeah, so Machima says that uh, that it surely was the, the, the grandson and the fellow cousins who are related to this. Um, and he's got to go to the Grand to, to meet this mysterious man. And Lee's like, oh, you're going to you're gonna get killed. This is the trap. And then he's <laughs> like, well, I, you know, <laughs> all That's I care fine. about anymore is... Yeah, he's like, well, if it tells me why people want to kill Makoto, which, by the way, at this point, can we just settle the fact that Machima is just curious at this point? Yeah, like he has just... he has no reason to actually. I mean, besides that, he obviously cares about Makoto. He has no reason to care about like why they want her dead. He just wants to know at this point. Yeah, so we've got to go to the cabaret parentheses large to uh, to meet <laughs> with uh, our mysterious friend. Um, let's see. And on the way, we uh, we run into the Band Aid Squad again. Yeah, with, we, uh, with we run one into extra the, bandage. Yeah, he he has more comical bandages on his face. It's it's great. <laughs> he had to go back to his grandma to get extra kisses. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and he's like he's like, don't go in there. Uh, my my dad's in there. <laughs> my dad's in there, and he told me to wait outside. He's horny. <laughs> <laughs> he told he gave me he gave me a nickel and told me to go see a, like get a gumball or something but they only take quarters <laughs> at the gumball machine so i couldn't get in just gotta wait outside with my with my cousins <laughs> um but he says that he's allowed to go see the horny dad um because he's old enough and so we head in to meet our our newest friend our newest member of the yakuza family he's still feeling um, up the girls Oh yeah, he's got he's got one hand firmly on breast, and then he's like he's like. By the way, this man if if he was if there was not a sign that this man is like is like uh, Jason Derulo's the Joker, um, he's like I'll give you I'll give you ten thousand yen if you touch my wiener. <laughs> oh, if you and give she, me an over the pants hand job, I'll give you a million. Oh yeah. Yen. She she says she says ten thousand yen a second, and then he's like, "Guess I'll go for forty seconds. Love it." <laughs> a minute forty. Oh my god, he's such a lucky guy, and uh, and and then Majima ter- instantly turns on manager mode, and he's just like, he's like, "No sexual contact in the grand cabaret. Get out." I will never allow one of my hostesses to ride you through your shorts. <laughs> it is for strictly How much forbidden will it cost in this me establishment. To suck me hard through my shorts. Oh my fucking god, dude. Uh, like 50,000 a second. It's not even ten minutes <laughs> in, we can't talk like that. <laughs> this episode will not be called Suck Me Hard Through My Jorts. I No, will, because I, that's I a joke on its it. own that has nothing to do with Yakuza. We didn't come up with yeah, that Yeah, you're joke. right. 
Yeah, that's true. So, so then he's just like, he's like, ah, you're, you're killing the fun. You're ruining my, you're ruining my grand old time. And then Majima's like, sorry, dems the rules. And he's, yeah, this guy is just like, oh, this guy, man, he's, he's just twisted. He says like, wow, girls, your posture is scary. Um, but don't worry. It's not like there's any customers to, to, to bother because I ranted the whole place out. Yeah, and then a, there's, you, it the cuts ca- to a, a comical pile of yen right in the middle of the floor. A Majima-shaped pile of yen on the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's now the sole customer of the Cabaret Large today. And that's why he thinks it's okay if he has a little extra, uh, an extra happy boner time at the establishment. <laughs> um, so Majima's pissed. <laughs> They wave the they, they to, wave the girls away so that nobody's around yeah. to hear them talking. Uh, He's like, "I got you." Yeah, he says, "All right, girls, I need you to go away so I can talk strictly legal business with this mysterious man. Um, who is our friend? Tell us his name, as if it matters." Yeah, so you sit down, and then we get the 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 black and white introduction. This man is Homare Nishitani, retainer to the Fifth Omi Alliance Chairman and Patriarch of the Kijin Clan. This man is going to keep that chairman's teeth perfectly aligned after he gets his braces off. That's important. Yeah. So yeah, this is a, this is a, so just a refresher. This is Omi Alliance. We haven't talked about this in a while. So o- Omi is like Sagawa's crew. They're the, mm-hmm. they're the Kansai Yakuza. Yeah. They're not related to like the Dojimas. They're the, yeah. those are the Tojo. So he's, he's a, he's an Omi boy. Um, and he is just here. And he explains that he wants to know where Majima has Makoto stashed at. Yeah, he cuts right to um, the chase. Yeah, he says that he sent the boys to the acupuncture place uh, earlier in the chapter. And he was like, oh, they came back. They were all boo-booed up. I had to kiss all of their boo-boos. And uh, I just need to know who's so strong. Um, he's he's so strong, Majima. He can, ki- he can kick all these guys' asses. Unfortunately, he just can't kill a person. Nishitani loves it. He's having a great time. <laughs> he's literally like, he's literally like, yeah, he's like cackling and laughing and clapping and dancing. And he's just, he says like, I don't want to kill Makoto. I just want to have a little friendly talk. Yeah, look, I, you just let me talk to her. I won't tell Sagawa a single thing about the body double. And he won't catch on because he's dumb as a sack of bricks. He fucking says that he's a fucking idiot and that he won't he won't figure it out. Um, uh, now and then the, he said, yeah. Maj- Majima asks, like, well, why do you need to talk to her? What, what's the deal with all of this nonsense around her? And uh, Nishitani's just like, uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm also working for Can't a tell client. You. Oh, yeah, he's got a he's 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 uh, he's doing contract work right now. Yeah, I mean, you um, know, he's got a confidentiality agreement. He signed an NDA. Yeah. He can't talk about it. Yeah, he can't talk about it. So he offers Machu. He's like, "Well, I'll let you, maybe if you beat me up a little bit, I'll I'll tell you." And then uh, he just punches Majima right in the face. And then Majima uh, he says, "I'm sorry, sir. I'm smiling serenely right now. I would never ever lay hands on a valued customer." After and all, this is where the Nishi- customer is king. The customer is God. Yes. And then this is, if this is not Nishitani's trick, I don't know what is. Uh, he says he's getting a blood chub right now. Very oh cool. yeah, he does say that he's getting a blood chub. He's, he's very funny horny for when he fights. What if a character, what if a character was horny when they had a fight? 
That would be really twisted. Yeah. Anyways, here comes the, the yeah, Nishitani's trick. Do you want to describe it? Uh, you take it. Okay. Nishitani gets out his cell phone, his uh, Oda phone, and he calls the cops. And he says, oh no, I'm the, I'm the manager of the Cabaret Grand and there's a big bad robber here. He's oh, I'm the manager of the Cabaret Grand. I'm so stupid. It smelled terrible, but there's a really sexy robber. Patch. <laughs> I've got a really dumb eye patch and my name is Majima and I suck. There's a really cool guy robbing this establishment. Send help. Uh, so, like, so yeah, Nishitani is no longer a customer. He's now a robber. <laughs> <laughs> I want to throw out something, which is that at the beginning of, of our time with uh, our, our neighbor Goro, um, a man grabbed a, an ice pick and tried to impale his face with it. And mm-hmm. even that didn't really make him fight. He like he did like a, a sort of a judo move and said, I'll hold on to this ice pick for your safety, yeah. sir. Um, but Nishitani is, is, I guess Majima's just, you know, he's had it with, with being nice, and he is willing to just go apeshit this time. hmm So, now that we are being robbed by a funny, uh, funny jokester, um, it is time for a pre, a beginning of the chapter boss fight that I thought was gonna happen last week. Yeah. Uh. This fight is good. I like this fight. This is a good fight. So, uh, Nishitani, he's got, like, a lot of, he's got a knife, as he said on the phone call with the cops. Um... And he's got a lot of, uh, like, combos. Like, he's got a lot of, like, kicks and sweet stabs this and dude, swipes. This will mean this will mean absolutely nothing to you. This, de- this guy is a fucking Hiromu Takahashi motherfucker. Where he's, like, throwing himself on the ground and, like, rolling around and yeah. just, just having a real great time. There's literally, he'll just lay down. Um, yeah, he'll lay down, and then when you walk up to him, he'll like start like scooting across the floor and waving. He'll do his like a he'll ankles. do like a he'll do like a what's his name Voldo from from Soul Calibur, like where he yeah. crawls around. He's doing Voldo shit. It's and he fights with like a a knife, um, a a dagger, I guess. And there's a great Q time Q. I said Q time event. It's a great great quick time event. It's a great cutie time, time event. He is a bit of a cutie. Um. Where he like throw you kind of fight over the knife, you like throw it up mm-hmm. in the air, and if you get the uh, the quick time event correct, you, Majima kicks the knife straight through his leg. Mm. It's horrible. Yeah. It's it's disgusting. But it's I a really it. cool QTE, so I love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a very cutie. It's a QTE event, mm-hmm. if you will. Just two cuties kicking a knife through each other's legs. Love it. Don't you, uh, I think if you fail that one, Majima gets the knife kicked through his leg, actually. Yeah, but Nishitani is not an idiot, and he grabs the knife back out after he stabs it into your shin. Yeah, I mean, Majima would never fight with a knife. Yeah. He would fight with a bat. Yeah, obviously. And you can't kick, and you can't kick a baseball bat straight through a guy's leg. You can only kick not, it not into until Yaka, Not until Yakuza 6 can you do that. <laughs> um... So yeah, you beat Nishitani, you beat the shit out of him, you, he's full blood chub, he loves it, he's clapping and, and crying and laughing, um, and then, uh, as, as, uh, Nishitani is, like, about to, well, not about to give it up, but he's, like, going to talk, and then the cops show up, and then Nishitani's like, you did it, you caught me, Yay! I'm done, Send you me got to me, jail. boys, I'm the big bad the cops robber, are literally, the cops are literally like, is, is this a joke? <laughs> Are you fucking with um, me? Are you fucking with us? 
Um, but unfortunately, they do they do arrest Nishitani, so we will not get to find out who he's working for. Yeah, well, Majima, or... as he's leaving, Majima is like, well, are you going to tell me the information? And Nishitani just says, no, I'm going to wait until next time we meet. Bye! See, I'm going to prison now. Have fun. Um, and then the rest of the game, the rest of Majima's, uh, you know, chapter is spent, you know, in at his day in court... And, like, he has to <laughs> interview the police about the robbery, and this actually turns into more of a legal game than anything else. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of a um, prelude to all that stuff they did in Judgment, actually. Yeah, exactly. You have to you have, to have Majima's court, uh, he has to, he's the witness testimony. Um, okay, so, so the manager's like, uh, where did our, where did that strange man go? And Majima says, rental period's up, I'm gonna be upstairs, I, I need to, we're I need go, to we're do We're getting some back things. to business. Yeah, back to yeah. business. Open up the shop. Um, on and, the way uh, up, kind of like... mop up that sticky spot on the floor. Oh God, <laughs> is that is that that's blood and chub mixed in? Mm-hmm. Um, on the way up, the hostess who was like letting like making uh, Nishitani pay to like feel her up, like she apologizes for breaking company rules because she's not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Majima says, "Okay, time to relax in my office where nothing bad will happen in there." Time to relax in my office where nobody that Alone. I hate to see will be. The Wait, what is that smell? It smells like piss. It smells like piss and cigarette smoke. Yeah, so uh, sitting in, in the office, it's it's Sagawa. He's there. He's got his smug asshole face on. He's, do, he's doing Megusta face. <laughs> he's like... He's like, Majima, you'll never guess what happened. The funniest... Oh, the funniest thing happened this morning. Uh, a woman, that Makoto woman, showed up dead in a river with her face caved in, and you didn't call me. That's so strange. Yeah, you know, I just got, I got here right after the cops got here, so I don't know what all that deal was, but, uh, why didn't you call me after you killed Makoto, idiot? Uh, isn't that their whole thing? Wasn't that your whole, the whole plot of your story, man? I ju- that was, last time we met, I said ABC, I taught you the ABCs. Always be always in be contact. In contact. You didn't. The three R's. You didn't be you in didn't, contact. You were. That was NBC. Never be in contact. National broadcast channel. Oh. Um, and tune in at eight p.m. And then Majima's like, "Oh well, you know, it's my first time killing someone. I can barely remember it." And then he says, "Well, that you know that makes a lot of sense because uh, I mean, you know, I guess you're in shock. But I gotta ask you some questions. If you were gonna, if you were gonna destroy her face beyond recognition, why'd you leave her name tag on?" That's so yeah, strange, you, Majima. You put her in her uniform, but you smashed her face in. It's almost, it's almost as if you didn't want her to be identified or did want her to be identified. Majima, you're such a strange man. Hmm. Um, and then and then he's like he's like, well, I did kill the woman, so I guess you got to call Shimano and tell me to, tell him to let me back in. And he says, that's fine. Uh, but one more question: Why were you and Why were you and Nishitani fighting? And then Majima's just like, you know, Nishitani just got trashed in my club and I needed to beat the shit out of him. And then Sagawa's just like, yeah, that sounds like something he would do. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's Nishitani for you. All right. Well, uh, I mean, you know, you could be hiding things from me, but there's no way. I love this. He's just like, uh, there's no way you'd, you'd be hiding something from me because you've still got the scars that happen when you hide things from me, Majima. Goodbye. I'll call, I'll call Shimano, don't worry, see you later. Um, and then Majima, like, he leaves, and Majima's like, 
I think Sakawa might know that I've uh, didn't kill Makoto. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. I think something. Like, I, think, I think. I think he might be just a little, a, like a little, just a, just a little bit suspicious of me. I think Sagawa has an idea of what's going on. Yeah. So that's the that's enough of the grant. It's time to uh, link back up with Lee and uh, and figure some stuff out. Mm-hmm. On the way back, um, the our uh, the little guy, little the guy, Jumbo, little guy. I have, uh, mm-hmm. because of last week's episode, I have just started calling him Little Guy in my notes. <laughs> Do you think that his dad is Big Guy? Or maybe Lee is Big Guy, and he's Little Guy. Um, mm. Either way, he, he has a... We don't actually ever get a name for this guy, so it is no, just this guy, Little Guy. This guy takes up a lot of screen time for them not to be like, his name is Dr. Whatever. Yeah. They could have just, but they just call him, they just call him Underground Doc, or whatever. Um... But he says that he's got painkillers for Lee, which I I laugh and I say, "Wow, Lee, remember when you said, uh, remember when you said, oh, it's good. I don't need painkillers because when the shit hits the fan, it just makes me not hurt." But but <laughs> now he's taking painkillers. Man, I see how it is, Lee. Great job. Yeah, it's really um, urgent that you get these painkillers to Lee. Lee was supposed to meet very him urgent. to get them, but you know, if if, if if since he hasn't met him, he he'll just give the drugs to Majima to to bring to Lee. Mashima, if you don't give Lee his painkillers in, like, ten minutes, he's going to be, like, in shock. He's gonna die because he's just gonna be in so much pain from those gunshot wounds. If you don't, so if you really, don't give him these painkillers, he won't be able to do the third boss fight with him. Really go straight back there, immediately administer these, because he needs them right away. Alright, see you, Majima. Remember, go straight back to Odyssey. Just go straight back, okay? Just, just go okay. right there, because if go you don't, right there. He's, he's just gonna be in excruciating pain. And it, you know, also, he, 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 oh, he, he, I forgot. Here, I've, you need to give this insulin to him, too. He's diabetic, and he hasn't had his insulin, because he had to leave Hogushi Kaikon, so just get these to him right away. This is really important. Okay, yeah, and uh, also, these EpiPens... Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's got a lot of health problems. <laughs> yeah, uh, this asthma inhaler... Uh, and this, uh, CPAP machine? <laughs> he got, he, I, I, he's also, I'm supposed to do his kidney oh, dialysis his today later. And I his pacemaker. I don't know how he, he, I don't even know how he took this out. <laughs> this is really important that you get this to him. Cause he's going to die. Okay. See ya. See ya, Majima. Break. Okay. Alright, so let's do some side content now. Yeah, let's do some sub stories. Um, what do you, which one did you do? I did. Wait, am I going first this week? Yeah, let's see. Why don't you go first, and then I'll do mine, and then we'll check back in with our friends at uh, at Club Sunshine. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I did sub story number sixty five, the Obatarian strikes. <laughs> uh, so it's y- my favorite. That's my favorite of the uh, my favorite Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, so so you're walking down Sotenbori Street, uh, and there's a delicious smell. Wafts up Majima's nostrils. Does he levitate in the air like he's smelling a cartoon yeah, pie? Yeah, he, he's like a hobo floating through the air. The, the the smell makes like a beckoning hand at him, and he and he goes towards it. Um, he, he wants this delicious food, so he gets in line to get the food, and uh, an old woman bumps into him and pushes him out of the way. Uh, no, I should note that this old woman is no normal old woman. She's not just the the generic grandma model. Uh, no, she she has the, yeah. a, a cheetah print sweater, which like 
It's not just cheetah print. It's got a cheetah's face on it, too. Like, well, that's uh, just that's called that's called look. I guess you just don't understand. Yeah, she she's she's got drip. She's got these pink sweatpants and purple <laughs> they say hair. Ju- they do say they do say juicy and katakana on the ass. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, purple hair. She kind of looks like an Animal Crossing villager. Like, okay, you could, you could probably make this look in Animal Crossing. I think you probably could. Yeah. Um, and, and Majin's like, "Hey, what the fuck, old lady? I was I was in line, and you just cut in front of me." And she's just like, "No, no, you weren't. I'm you." And they get into an argument, uh, and you're given a choice of either like shoving her out of the way or just letting her be. Uh, I chose... okay. If Majin, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say, I hope Majin would never shove an old woman. Oh, that's too bad because I did choose to shove the old woman. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What? She cut in line. That's... <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so you shove her, uh, or at least I shoved her, and she immediately is like, Oh, you pervert! You pervert! You you trying to grope me? What are you doing? Uh, uh, and, and everybody's like, what, what the fuck, dude? You're just, like, getting handsy with this old woman? What the fuck is wrong with you? And, like, uh, a nearby kid is like, Mama, what's a pervert? <laughs> oh no! And and the mom is like, don't don't talk to Mama, that man. Don't Mama, talk to why don't, is the, why is there evil in this world? Don't don't talk to that man, Hero Kun. You don't want to you don't want to be associated with him. And Majima even says like, I'm not I'm not a pervert, Hero Kun. Don't 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 listen to that old woman. He, it's like, the little boy. He it's says the, the boy's name. It's a uh, it's the little boy from uh, it's Yusuke Kun or whatever from the last one. He's like. <laughs> I was just playing catch in the park, and my—I thought you were my friend. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, after everyone's done like yelling at Majima, the old lady just walks off. Uh, Great. Yeah. So you leave. You come back. You do whatever. I went and got a stamina and royale. A couple of them. He uh, needed from it. the nearby drugstore. Yeah, I needed it after all that psychic damage I took. You come back. Uh. Oh wait, wait, wait! But before you leave, the the guy at the food stall is like, "Hey, man, you should just like leave it alone with that old woman." You gotta, Don't... you gotta get, you gotta get out of town. This is not a safe <laughs> place for you to be. And Machima's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> hey, man, I've been watching you. Uh, Sagawa pays me to watch you. <laughs> Sagawa and, uh... pays me. Sagawa pays me to watch you. I will. I'm willing to turn a blind eye because I I see that I I see that this old woman woman is a bigger threat to your safety than anything. <laughs> Uh, anyways, he, he, he tells you, like, hey, don't mess with that old woman. She's, like, an infamous Obatarian in the area, which Obatarian is, he explains it, is an Obasan, which I guess is just something you call old people. It's like a Japanese woman. word for old lady, yeah? Yeah, uh, crossed with a tank battalion. So I don't know if it's pronounced, like, Obatarian? Uh, uh Obatarian like, style. Oba- <laughs> yeah, alright. Yeah, yeah, uh? yeah, baby. Hey, yeah. hey, sexy, hey, hey, sexy granny, huh, huh? No. Come on. Anyways, yeah, Majima swears revenge on this old woman. Majima, dude, just chill out. Uh, you leave and come back, and you, Majima's like, I never did end up getting food after that old woman assaulted me, uh, or I'm after I assaulted boy. that old woman, I guess. Uh, so he he, he tries right, getting in line. Lady. Yeah, he tries to get in line 
again, and the Obatarian sprints in to cut in front of him. Um, and she's she's like, "What are you talking about? I got in line first. I didn't cut." And then her friend walks up uh, and reveals one that the Obatarian's name is Etsuko, and two, uh, they have a huge conversation just standing right in front of the food stall and won't let Majima get his food. And oh my god! <laughs> Yeah, it's like when your mom is at the supermarket and you just... It's like every day at my job. <laughs> um, And they, they just start making fun of Majima right in front of his face. <laughs> with a, with like, this asshole kid doesn't have not, an eye not, and he's... <laughs> yeah, they don't use... They're using steak puns the whole time. So they're like, oh, he, he looks kind of like your husband did back when he was a, a prime rib. And the Etsuko is That's like... That's some prime says, ribbing oh, right could there. You, could you, could you, little steak tip stand up to my old man's T-bone, huh? Oh my <laughs> god! And they're having a great time, and Majima's just—he's he, taking I'm, more I'm honestly, I'm, damage. I'm, I'm honestly happy for them. Yeah, they're having a great time at Majima's expense, uh, and he—he's just—he's just like, well, fuck it, uh, leaves. <laughs> uh, but before nothing, he, no before he damage. can leave. Yeah, before he can leave, uh, the Obatarian gives him a piece of candy. That's so nice. Yeah, she and her friend is like, Hey, don't you know, Etsuko's sweet, so her candy's known for being especially sweet. Oh my god, this, uh, this game. Uh, you can eat the candy to restore, like, a meager amount of health. It kills like, you. Uh, yeah, poison. A, a minuscule amount of health, and then die. Um... <laughs> So you leave and come back to the food stall one last time, and you see the the Obatarian arguing with a man, uh, and calling him a pervert and saying that he tried to grope her and all this, that, and the other. Uh, and then the the guy pulls a knife on her and is like, "You, you, you made the wrong choice trying to mess with a yakuza old lady. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you wide open." Uh, and Majima, being a gentleman, shoves said, her out of the way. Because <laughs> that's the only thing he can do in this situation. It does cut to black and you hear a shoving noise, so maybe that did happen. Um, he he no, he pushes the guy to the ground. And he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? You're you're really gonna cut some old lady? Like, I know she's a pain in the ass, but like, you're you're just gonna cut up a civilian over that? Uh, you, you beat the shit out of the guy and he runs off. And the Obatarian's like, "Oh, you you big." You big boy, you you saved my life. Oh, you really all like my husband. Oh, I love you. Come here, I'm gonna give you a kiss. Uh, yeah, you you try to fight her off, but to no avail, and she gives you a kiss. Uh, oh. And then she will. You go back to Club Sunshine, and she'll work. She'll start working at your club. Great. Yeah, she's actually really good too. She's got maxed she just, out funny and talk stats. Oh, that rules. Yeah, so like... She just won't shut up, and she also uh, is just really funny, and it makes everyone laugh. Yeah, so like, she's, uh... The, the game actually, like, shows you, like, in the hostess list, like, it'll give each one a number based on, like, their uh, total sales, so it'll rank all of them. And she is my number five girl, so like, she's pretty good. <laughs> number five! Number five! Damn. Anyways, job, that, that, that's my sub-story. What did you do? 
I did sub story number question mark question mark question mark and I can't remember what the name is, but it's the one with the shoot. <laughs> it's the one with the cult. So we're gonna do the cult one. Yay! Um, so you find this old, uh, this like motherly woman standing kind of by uh, by the park. That's the name I also still can't remember. Ashitaba. I never Ashitaba Park. Um, she's basically talking to them. They're just like, "Give me! I just want to know where my daughter is. Give me my daughter back!" And they're like, "Yeah, sucks to be you." Um, so Majima approaches her, and he's just like, oh, what's going on? And she says that her daughter, Iori, got swept up in a cult. She's 20 years <laughs> I old. I thought you were about college. to say her daughter, Eeyore. Hmm? I thought you said, I thought you were about to say her daughter, Eeyore. Like the... Her daughter is a really quite a, she's like, well, I love my daughter, but she's a little bit of an Eeyore. Um, but she, she's 20 years old. She Hello? got swept up in this whole business. She, uh, she would leave home every morning. She thought she was going to class, and then one day her mom followed her. And she went to this building with this cult, and then when she was there, her daughter tried to get her to join. So that's not great. Uh-oh. Um, she also spends all of her money on expensive amulets and crystals and gems and jewels. Um, and Iori's mom Geo crystals. tells- Sure. <laughs> uh, Iori's mom tells Majima that uh, in order to get her daughter back, she wants Majima to join the cult. Um, and the cult is called the Order of Munan Chohept Onast. Um, so you got to learn that name so you can tell them the people in the cult that you want to join. Ah, um, of course. So he's like, he's like, I'll get in and out. And then she says, okay, here, take this charm. I, I made it by hand. It'll protect you and against the evil. So you walk <laughs> across the other side of the park and the cultists are there. They're hanging out in their white pajamas. Um, and Majima says, um, you know, moon and Chohep, that's where it's at. Love to join. Yeah, um, and they say, baby. They say, all right, come in. We'll, uh. We'll get you to observe. He says Munan Chohep style. <laughs> he does say Munan Chohep is where it's at. Love it. Um, so they, so so Majima goes and he meets the like mentoring disciple, um, and he basically you learn some things about the cult. Like Onast is how they say thank you. And then all of a sudden, a terrified man runs out the door and he's like, "Please, please, no, no more! I want to go home." And then one of the other disciples is like, "Ah." Uh, you've you've misspoke in front of a new a recruiter. We'll have to do some some deep deep uh, discipline for you. And he's like, please no. And then the the mentoring disciple is just like, pay no attention to him. Sometimes you know, sometimes we all have bad days. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> you go into a room, a, a room with a stage full of people who are kneeling on the ground and they're all wearing white and they're like wiggling their hands around. And and uh, this is a rare sub story with dialogue. So you can hear the people in the room just going, Shure pee pee, Shure pee pee. Um, and we learned that that in order to uh, accumulate kulipas, they engage in a prayer called Shure pee pee. Um, and they all refer to each other as friends, um, like the Quakers. <laughs> um, so the one of the disciples is uh, he calls out. He's like, "Yori, you're Shure pee pee. You're not swaying enough." Um, so. <laughs> Here's a good one. So you have to approach Yori and try to get her attention. Um, you can like say that you're, you can say that you're the Messiah, which I didn't do because okay. Here's the thing. That That's would how be I funny, usually right? get people's attention. Well, check this out. You can say you're the Messiah. Um, you can call Iori by her name, and then one of them is just uh is just crack a dumb pun, and I was like, well, I I have to. So Majima says, I'll give her a Sotimbori side splitter to open her up. And then he says, hey, want to avoid dangerous cults? Just practice safe sects. 
Okay, that didn't work. She didn't and then the sub story so ends. That's it. Yeah, then Majima leaves and leaves her to her fate because that was all he was there for. He's he had that one in his head for like he was like I've been I he, I, I I came up he came with that, up with pun that like one while three, he was in the hole. Yeah, he I was, was in, in the, the hole. hole. I've yeah, been looking for an like, opportunity to use it this whole time. Yeah, that was all he he was just like I gotta find a cult so I can make this joke. <laughs> <laughs> so so he he says like Iori, your mom wants you, and then she's like my my ma what what oh my head oh god. And then the mentor is like, is like Majima-san, uh, we that don't do that. We have to purge our disciples' memory so they can dedicate themselves better to Shore Pipi. Sounds uh, good. Sounds legit. And uh, then good news, everybody. The guru is coming in today. His name is Guru Munan Suzuki, and he's here to bid you farewell. Or to sorry, to bid you hello. That's the opposite of what I said. Um, so the guru comes in. He says Munan Show, everyone, and then they all say Munan Show, and they do this like this special pose and then majima says what the hell are moon nachos um uh. we learned that we learned that moon nacho is how they say hello and hepton is how they say goodbye um and then majima does the moon nacho pose and he wins two spirit points that's what they say um moon suzuki asks the disciples how much titherance they've contributed and they all call out mm-hmm. various numbers of rincho like five rincho i've given eight rincho we learned that uh, one Rincho is 100,000 yen. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Iori has con- has contributed exactly zero Rincho, and all the other disciples are like, wow, she must not really care about her cultivating her Kulipas. She must hate Shuripipi. And then, oh, Guru Mudan Suzuki's like, oh, Sister Iori, you're looking quite pale. If you can't cultivate your Kulipas, then you should engage in a special Shurepipi with me. And then then the mentor is like, wow, this is so impressive. Only women are allowed to do the special Shurepipi. I'm so jealous of her. And then Majima's like, oh my god, this is so fucked up. I need to I need to help right now. I, I know I was just gonna keep an eye on her, but I gotta intervene. You know, um, I did come here just to say a pun, but I did just far. come here for the pun, but this is I need to help this woman. Um but before we can, the mentor has a test for us. Um he says, uh he says, What's the prayer? He says it's Shurapipi, then Majima says, I'm the Shurapipi king which I thought was really funny. And then he asks us how you say thank you, and it's Onas. And then he says, uh, please demonstrate the proper greeting. And one of them is like, uh, hands raised in the air and shout. The other one's like the correct one. It's like, left arm does a circle and the other arm does a prayer. And then the third one just says, do the hustle. And uh, you know <laughs> I gotta do the hustle. So when you do it, it, it plays like a eh sound. And Majima does the horny, uh, the horny... Uh, walking erection dance where he like thrusts his hips it's really funny yeah um so he passes the test and then the guru says oh i gotta go i gotta (laughs) go two out of three that's good enough that's good enough for me we are a cult um and then he's like we gotta get our blessing from the guru and then the guru just says great job i bless you special here's some steel he literally gives you just a lump of steel (laughs) um and then he and then iori's here and she's here for her special shure pipi and then Majima's like, you got to tell her, like, your mom's going to be heartbroken. And then her head just, like, falls down and and or she, she just, her like, head falls off. She, her head falls off and then she dies. But just, in, just kidding. She's just like, oh, my memories. And then Munan Suzuki's like, Majima, waking someone's memories is a sin beyond all sin. Um, 
And then Majima drops the handmade charm and gives it to Yori and she recognizes it and she's like, oh my god, what am I doing? I don't want to be part of this cult. I want to go home. And then Munan is pissed. He's going to fuck you up. Um, and then Majima says, let's fight. Uh, he calls him uh, Pajama Pants and then it's time to kick some ass. Uh, I'll tell you what, this fight was not, it's easy now because we're we're big boys now. When mm-hmm. I first played this game, this is a hard fight. He's like does these crazy combos and he's got a hard wall of defense to get mm-hmm. past. So um it's a it's a little bit of an effort. But now I just breaker style his entire body to the floor. <laughs> um you beat the shit out of Munan Suzuki and he's laying on the floor and he's like, My bones, oh god, my bones are broken. Call me an ambulance. And then all the disciples run in and they're like, Oh, um, Guru Munan is is hurt. We need to we need to all engage in Shuripipi to heal him. <laughs> and then as you're like taking him out, he's like, "No, call me an ambulance. Don't just pray." Ah! And that's uh, and then okay, so that's that. You take Iori back to her mom. Uh, she reveals that the reason that she uh wanted to be in the cult was because they said they could bring her dad back to life. Which I forgot to mention. Her her mom mentions that she lost her husband recently. Whatever, it's not oh. important. I'm just here to talk about Shura Pipi. Um, and then as thanks, she gives Majima a special amulet that will do something. I didn't check what it does, and that's the end of the sub story. Yeah, that's the last we ever saw of Munan Chotep Onast. The end. Yay. Do you, we do you check get it? any hostesses out of that? Munan Suzuki will work at your club. No, you don't get you don't get anything out of that. Okay, yeah, nobody nobody uh works nobody at your joins. club. Nobody joins. You do get a video clip out of it though. You get a soft <laughs> Jesus. You get a you get a really choice uh vid of Munan Suzuki just spreading for you. He's doing the special Shuri PP. He's doing the sh- special Shuri PP just by himself just to show off. <laughs> um yeah, so back at Club Sunshine, uh, it's time to take Lee on is, Club Mars. Lee is Fage. fully Lee is fully dead on the ground. He's he's <laughs> he's got hypoglycemia. His he's just gone. Yeah, he's he's died of the the thirty diseases that he has, and Majima yes, didn't yeah. get his medication to him. But it's fine. We're back at Club Sunshine. We're having a good time. Um, so th- the way this progresses is just once you get past a certain threshold of fans it will in like the district of whatever club you're challenging you'll it'll do another like landmark thing so once you get to 500 fans uh yoda proposes going to club mars to scope the place out so you go there with him um and you immediately see a guy exiting with Aichan, who is the number one girl at club mars number one number one uh, me smiling serenely number one gal <laughs> yeah uh so after the guy leaves hino runs out uh and he is pissed that guy did not spend a single dime at this establishment uh i's not too worried about it like the that guy's a regular customer and he usually does you know he spends a decent amount of money usually but he he explained that he like money's kind of tight this month so he wasn't able to spend as much um he knows, he knows the manager of Club Mars, right? Yeah. And okay. he knows just like, I don't care. I just want money. I just want money. I don't care I about don't my care. customers. I'm a greedy capitalist. As yeah. opposed to the good old-fashioned capitalists. You need to stop serving that guy if he ain't gonna give you any money, Ichan. Come back <laughs> when you get some money, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Doing that voice is a... Uh... 
Not good for me. Um, so, sorry, I need to recover. No, you're good. That voice just, it destroyed you. Mm -hmm. It was, it's not even like a a great voice, so it's just one that's hard to do. It just wasn't, the cost, the cost benefit analysis just dictates that that voice was a real disaster. Yeah, anyways, Majima and Yoda are uh, standing like across the street loudly gabbing about uh, Aichan and Hino when Hino is like, hey, what the fuck you, I can hear you and see you idiots. Uh, and sends some of his goons to go beat you up. You beat them up. It's fine. Nothing happens. We love to see it. So, that's the end of that. Once you get a thousand fans, a ruckus is heard from outside. There are some guys, and they're harassing Aichan. Uh, they're kind of pissed because they spent all their money at Club Mars. So, he knows Grift is that he'll let you just spend all of your money and then he'll be like do you want a loan oh my Uh, god and he'll give you money with uh extremely high interest rates uh and he'll just bleed you dry and all these guys they've like lost their families lost their wives and children their jobs because they can't pay hino back so they're they're gonna beat up aichan because of this because that makes sense um that's that's how i mean that's a that's a logical that's logical just yeah there's the guy who takes the loan out on you and then there's the the woman who works at the club and i can't see who is the one that you should beat up yeah so majima steps in you beat him up uh i was really thankful she's like oh that thanks thanks. i didn't expect you to save me uh and she has a message from hino uh declaring war on club sunshine uh (laughs) But it's not a big deal. I was having fun. She's she's just like, wow, this is so much fun. We usually don't get any challengers. Uh, and it seems like you guys at Club Sunshine really get along well. Like, it, it seems like you guys are having, like, you have, like, a great atmosphere and everybody's friends. And, you know, I'd really love to work there. Anyways, back to Club Mars where I hate to work. Um, and that's the end of that. And then once you get 1,500 fans... Uh, Yuki comes in with some bad news. Club Mars uh, has issued a challenge for a cabaret club battle. Oh no! Which the the mere words make Yoda fall onto his back in fear. I've got shivers down my spine. Uh, anyways, a cabaret club battle is just when two cabarets uh like operate at the same time, and whoever gets the highest earnings in a day wins. So this is a special option that you get once you get to a certain point. Where you can do a rival battle, which basically just, it's the same as a normal day, except you're you're up against an opponent who will also be earning money. And the, they have a meter as well, like they have like a fever meter, and once they build that up, they can, they have like a special effect that will happen. It'll Devastating like, super move. Yeah. So like in the case of Club Mars... And I think a lot of them, I think they're basically all the same. They just, like, make some of your customers leave and maybe deduct some health from your hostesses. Um, which is a real pain in the ass. They release a they release a powerful nerve agent into the club floor and kill all of your hostesses. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's you just kind of play as normally and hope you get more money than them. Uh, the, the, I mentioned it last week, but the first time I tried to challenge them, I lost by, like, 
a hundred thousand yen. Uh, Devastating. And it was, yeah, heartbroken. Uh, and this time I was falling behind like early on too, but I managed to get uh, a wealthy guy like within the last minute, and I immediately punched the fever time button and just had him he was just throwing money he was showering yeah he was he 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 got me several million yen just on his own so like uh that i was able to come from behind with that um see i think the thing about cabaret club is that even though you know all things considered it doesn't make you that much money it's just so satisfying to see those numbers just like go go mm -hmm. skyrocketing when you hit the fever ah it's so good yeah i mean usually you want to i i save fever for like just regenerating the health on my hostesses because yeah it's actually better the though you're gonna make more money on average if you just ask for extensions at the end of every session rather than turning it into fever time and not being able to get extensions um, but I, I did it just this one time because he had like, I only had a minute left and I needed to get that fever spending out. Yeah. And he had like a, a full dial. So he wasn't, he was still there when the club closed. I think he was there all night. Mm-hmm. Just chucking money around. Yeah. So you beat Hino and he's like, how could I have lost? Uh, Aishan, this is your fault. You're fired. I'm gonna hire some other girls with all the pay that I saved from not having you. Uh, and then suddenly someone whose text box says mystery voice, uh, comes in and calls Hino pathetic. You're pathetic. You little pig. Get out of my face. Squeoink, love when you step on me with heels. Oh no. Uh it, anyways, it's Sukiyama, uh the founder of the five stars, uh and he has come in with the rest of the five stars. So he's the lead one and then there's three other guys with him. And we are introduced to the other five stars. There is of course Sukiyama who heads Club Moon. Uh he's just kind of a business guy. He looks normal. Uh, Kazuka from Club Jupiter, a big guy in a camo jacket with lots of piercings and stuff. He looks okay. cool. Uh, Mizumura from Club Mercury, an old guy in a fedora who who seems kind of easygoing and laid back. And is just like, go easy on me! Uh, and then Kanihara, who's just like a flashy guy in a gold suit with a huge pompadour. That's my kind of guy. Yeah, uh, and Sukiyama's impressed with Majima. He's like, well, you know, despite being understaffed and uh, not having as many resources as Club Mars, you managed to outperform them. Um, But that's just like... That's no big deal. Hino is just... Yeah, Hino, if if the five stars were a hand, Hino would be the pinky. He's, He's nothing. Uh, and he fires Hino on the spot, and is immediately, he turns to his assistant, and is like, hey, do you want his job? Uh, and his assistant, whose name is Kotomi, is, just says, nah, I'm good. Uh, and then Sukiyama sends Kotomi after Hino to presumably kill him. Uh, <laughs> and offer, and then offers Hino's spot to Majima. Majima, of course, refuses, and then the five stars leave. But not before Sukiyama warns Majima not 
not to step on their turf or he will face the consequences the full life consequences yeah uh good yeah so they Walk leave the and down. then Ichon is like well i'm kind of out of a job now and i don't think club mars is going to be opening anytime soon anyways so can i work at club sunshine and yeah she can and everybody's Yay. like yeah with, with with someone like Ichon on our side we can't lose she's the prettiest girl we we never had any girl as pretty as her uh right in front of yuki who's yuki. standing right there yeah so yeah and yuki's like why why are you ignoring me all the time SMH. it's the it's the funny joke it's so funny back to the story okay so we got to go back to odyssey we got to go right now we get lee he's he's uh He's. We give him his insulin. We give him. We his give him his pill. his various medications and devices that keep him alive. He takes all of them, and then you hand him his pain pills, and he's like, "Huh? I didn't. I uh. I didn't ask for these. I told you earlier. Remember? I said uh. I said I have no reason for these because when my balls are to the wall, I don't get. I don't feel any pain. So it's it's good actually. He's like, "Oh, that's strange. The the doctor said that you needed these pain pills. Um. So so then he explains like uh." He's like, did you meet the guy on the phone from the Grand? And he says, uh, yeah, it was, a, it, was quite a, it was quite a thing. It was a little twisted. It was a little messed up. Um, Makoto yeah. is like, what? what he had a lot talk- of tattoos. He had a really stupid one on his forehead. I can't remember what it yeah, said, Yeah, I can't though. remember what it said. It was in Japanese. Can't read it. Um, <laughs> Majima can't read Japanese. He's illiterate. Um, Makoto's like, what are you talking about? Can you, like, fill me in? Because I'm on, I'm, like, you're all in this mess because of me, and I would like to be in the loop and, and be able to help out, too. So Majima kind of explains a little bit. He's like, well, the guy on the phone, he was the boss of the guys who attacked us at Hogushi Kaikon. Um, and and he, they're just trying to figure out why why people are after them. But I, I was going to ask him, but the cops took him away, so I can't find out. But I do know that he's in the Omi Alliance. And then Lee says, interesting. So Nishitani doesn't want Makoto dead, but Sagawa does. Mm-hmm. Um and Majima says, yeah, Sagawa right now is our biggest problem because he, I'm 99% sure that he knows that Makoto's alive. So you guys need to get out of uh, Sotenbori immediately because yeah. uh, this is getting really bad. Yeah, but I can't go with you because, like, I'm You're watching the roads. Yeah, I'm in prison here. And if I try to leave, that'll just cause trouble for all of us. Yeah. Um. So Lee and Makoto get up. They're going to leave when a uh, little guy walks in. Oh boy, our friend. Yeah. Uh and he 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 gives a little speech to Lee like Lee, when I first got to this country, you told me, you know, never abandon your countrymen except for one thing, uh for money. And then uh the the four goons that Sagawa had watching Majima from chapter 4, no, chapter 3 walk in. It, it, you know, the homeless guy, the guy from the boat, the guy from the window and the rooftop man. Yeah. Yeah, they walk and, in. And the guy at the Obitarian food stand, of course. Yeah, that guy too. Um, and the the homeless guy just fucking slams his crowbar into little guy's chest and wrenches his heart out and eats it. I love um, the part where little guy says, Lee, I know you told me not to betray you, but you specifically told me to betray you. So you yeah, can't even kind of get mad at me for this. Yeah, you told me not to betray you. But you told me do betray you if it's for, for money. money. <laughs> Just he says he says, look, we're bros forever, unless there's a couple bucks involved, and I just needed that money. 
Yeah, so... I need you... to accumulate as many Kulipas as I can. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you fight the four goons. They have a special, uh, like, move sets based on their occupation. Like, the, they're the four elements, actually. So, like, boat guy is water, rooftop guy is air, homeless guy is earth, and the window guy is fire, for some reason. I don't understand that one, but... Yeah, they all they all do like Avatar: The Last Airbender moves at you, but it's fine because you can break dance. I was gonna say I break dance them all so fast that I didn't even notice that they had special moves. Yeah, no, dude, it's fucking wild. Like, yeah, like the the window man, he's throwing hadoukens and shit at you. Like the homeless guy. Has, How did Sagawa find these has, guys? Has boulder powers and he's got like rocks on his fists. It, it's it's fucking wild, dude. I don't know why they don't bring these guys up again. This is the only time you fight them, and they're, they're pretty A-mons. weak, actually. Like you can feed the, you can beat them in like no time. But they're absolutely like up and coming members of the Amon clan. Yeah, these uh, are like these are like secret bosses who never got the chance to become full secret bosses because Majima beat their asses too soon. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get they didn't get to invest in themselves after this. Uh, to be to become full. That's what bosses. Sagawa wanted the five hundred million yen from Majima for. Mm-hmm. Even though that's like two upgrades worth of money. <laughs> so, uh, so you win. Uh, the Chinese doctor is lying dead on the pavement. Uh, and and Lee is like Lee is like, okay, you got to take Makoto to Hogoshi Kaikan. Um, I gotta get, I know he sold me out, but it is my fault. I did tell him to do that, so I can't really blame him. I'm gonna take him to Jambalaya to get him help. You take the clinic van, or we'll, we'll meet up and we'll take the clinic van out of the city. We're gonna leave by car. Mm-hmm. Um, Makoto apologizes for some reason, like she did anything. She's like, I'm sorry for pissing off the entire Yakuza, I don't know what I did! Um, but it's time to make our way to Hokushi Kaikan. Um, outside, there's another little fight against more of Sakawa's dudes. Less forgettable dudes than the guys that I beat up in several, uh, just like three combos. Yeah, Majima um, just says like, "Hey, tell Sagawa I'm leaving town. Fuck you, fuck you." And then um, and then knocks them out. It's time for more uh, tactical Majima action. <laughs> yeah, Th- this part's a this little easier so, than yeah, the first it's very, one. It's like there's like two guys you've got to get past, and one. Of yeah, them they give you an arbitrary ones. detour and make you like go through an Dude, alleyway first before you, you get to Hogoshi Taikon. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it's pretty easy, and I actually managed to get through the whole thing without running into anyone. Yeah. Um so we've made it to Hogushi Kaikon. Um Lee managed to You get... beat up some more guys outside actually. Oh yeah, first. you beat up some guys. Lee is here. Um he made it. He's doing great. He says, "I love it and I made I got the doctor back." So let's Little get guy it. is going to be okay. <laughs> and everybody's really happy about it. Everyone starts guy. applauding. Thank God. Uh So Lee says, "All right, let's go." So he get he gets in the van and he starts it up and then oh Oh no! He's in the van. Fucking explodes. The van explodes. There's an ignition bomb or something, and the whole city block is on fire now. And 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 Lee is dead for real this time. Like like he's really dead. I promise. I know that he like had two death fakeouts, but he's fine. He's actually for real dead this time. Um, his skeleton is on the ground, and it says, "Sorry, folks, I'm dead." <laughs> um, and then Majima and Makoto are like blasted. 10 feet backwards and makoto's lying dead luckily the they were not in the van yet <laughs> yeah makoto's dead on the pavement when the smoke clears makoto is lying dead on the pavement but she's actually fine yeah the, the, um, they're singed a little bit they've got some soot and shit on them but they're they're both alive if you know 
a little worse for wear. Yeah, they're better off than Lee is. Um, yeah, I mean, Lee's just a burning skeleton at this point, so... It, I mean, hey, he's he's definitely pretty cool as a burning skeleton. Yeah, I mean, I wish I was a burning skeleton, but, like, I, I, I wish I was that, than... and also, I wish I was that, but not dead, you know? I mean, hey, it's gonna take a little more than an explosion to kill uh, Wen Hai Lee, so he is a living skeleton yeah, he, now. he's built like a truck, and also he's, a skeleton. He's like a, built like a bear on baroids, and he did survive the explosion, so for the rest of the game... You are accompanied by the talking skeleton of, of Wenhai Lee. He's the god hand, after all. What if that was... Oh my god, imagine if He becomes explosion... Ghost Rider. Imagine the game... Uh, there's actually a thing in Japan where video games aren't allowed to have, like, excessive gore. So, like, the Japanese versions of, uh, of like, Resident Evil games don't have any dismemberment or anything. How messed up and twisted would it be if, if Lee starts the car and then all that's left of him is his severed god hand... And then you have like to it, put it on your own arm, and you become the god. You become hand. you become the god hand, and and it's like Metal Gear, where you and, just become yeah. You get by his Lee. you get his right hand, but then Sagawa gets his left hand, and he gets the devil hand. You become liquid. You become that's when liquid, it starts. You become liquid. Uh, liquid Lee. I like how we're both liquid talking Majima. About, yeah, we're we're talking about two completely different game series right now, but both of them are pretty cool. Um, With his arm. <laughs> Do you like my eye patch, Sagawa? Um, <laughs> so Sagawa's here, and he is making he's making like level ten thousand Megusta face now. <laughs> he's like slow clapping, and he's like, "You are the fucking worst, Majima." <laughs> Wow, you just, you really fucked it this you time, really Tiger. really fucked it up. He's like, oh, hey, Makoto, you're alive. That's not a surprise at all. Yeah, weird. You you it's... thought I I couldn't figure out that you were lying to me after you acted extremely suspicious in the office at Cabaret Grand and also fucking fought Nishitani for some reason? He pulls out his phone and it's got Shimano's phone number missing one digit and he's like, I was about to, <laughs> I was about to put that last digit in, Maju, I really was, but, uh. Yeah, it, it says press the green button to dial, but he yeah. hasn't pressed it yet. It's got, he's got Shimano on the call and he's like, he's like, Sagawa, what do you want from me? Sagawa, what do you want? And he's just like, uh. Sorry, bro, I got something to take care of. Sorry, bro, I got something to take care of. And then he hangs up and he's just like, well, uh, nothing personnel, kid, but unfortunately I gotta kill you, uh, and also Makoto, so I'll let you go together. But let me pull the trigger very, very, very yeah. slowly. Very I'm... dramatically. The the camera zooms in on his finger as he... Because here I go, gonna do you know, it. Th- th- this, this pistol has, like, you know, a 3,000 pound, like, trigger pull This this pistol it. has a This pistol has a combination lock on it, and then he has to clean it. He's gotta, like... It put in his secret password it's got biometrics on it he does the whole big boss cut scene from mgs3 where he's inspecting the gun and talking about how cool it is he takes the whole gun apart and shows that he can put it back together really good and he's like okay here we go time for me to kill you for real bam ow oh and then he gets shot twice and he's it, yeah it's not a bam it's a it's like a thwip oh yeah it's a thwip it, it's spider-man it's spider-man, spider-man. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots some web he slings some web at, at sakawa's gun and and he does a uh a snappy one-liner he says wow if you're gonna join a dangerous cult you should practice safe sex and then majima just starts screaming you stole my joke and no then unfortunately yeah sakawa has been shot two times by a bearded man in a suit 
with a um, silenced with a pistol, silenced so pistol. you know he's really well, cool look, and secretive. Ent- yeah, he's H- Agent 47 is here this time, for real. Um, I like the entire city block got lit up. There's a whole explosion. The cops are probably already here. But don't worry, because he's going to have that silenced gun, so no one's going to find out that he's uh, that he's up to something. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, Sagawa gets shot in the, like, stomach and in the hand, so he gets, like, the old Yakuza, don't worry, I'm probably gonna be fine, bullet wounds. Mm-hmm. He gets two in the hand, he stretches out his arm, and then he dies, do you get it? <laughs> um, and then Majima says, who the fuck are you, and then the guy just, like, pistol whips him right in the brain, and he falls asleep, and that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. Well- that- that was a good chapter. <laughs> Rest in peace, one high Lee, I guess. Really is a really short chapter, but we get it's like we we meet some really important characters in it. I know, we that guy, and man. Like, <laughs> that guy. It, it's a real and it's like a huge turning point in the story, too. It sure is. That guy with the beard. No spoilers, but that guy is is sure is someone. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's pretty uh, cool. I did we'll like see when he more hit of him in like 3 weeks. Yeah. Um have you got two Kiryu times? And then we also met Nishitani in his big red suit. His big goofy red suit. Yeah, uh, um, no spoilers, but Nishitani is very influential on who Majima will become later in life, as it let's, turns uh, out. Let's pour one out. Let's just really pour one out for Wen Hailey, though. I'll, I'll tell you what, yeah. I missed that guy already. He was a good dude. Yeah, he was a real one. He, uh, he, he did, we did not get to say goodbye. It was very unceremonious. I don't think they ever really dwell on Lee again for the rest of the game. Can we get the sub-story sad music going yeah, during this part? For, you for know I'll get that sad sub-story music for when we pour just in all the ones out. The coldest one out yeah. for Wenhide Lee. I will miss him every day. He, uh, he had the god hand, and he was a great masseuse, and he protected all women everywhere. It's really sad that he's gone. And I know I sound like I'm joking, but I am genuinely sad whenever I see him die. Yeah, and it, it, it's really, like, there's no ceremony to it. Like, no, he's just gone. A lot of the times in these games when somebody dies, there's at least, like, there's a lead-up to it, and you get you get their last words and shit. Yeah, but the time here it's just and... like Here, it's just Lee says, All right, give me a couple seconds, I'm gonna go start the van, and then we'll be right out of here, and then he fucking explodes. It yeah, is... usually it's like, it's like they cut to sort of a, a a computerized void and Majima's like cradling them as Requiescat and Pachi. Yeah, exactly. He he like swabs them with a feather. Um, I don't get no. that one. That's what happens in he remember in Assassin's Creed, he, uh, Ezio, he like wipes their blood with a feather. I don't remember a feather being involved at any point. <laughs> he tickles them and he says tickle torture. <laughs> Anyways, that's the end of the chapter. Rest in peace, Lee. Uh, glad to meet two new friends this week, one of which did shoot Sagawa twice, so he got owned, and that's sort of the shining light in this situation, is that Sagawa finally got owned, just a little bit, um, and that's the end, and I know I said I was gonna do an Essence of Education, but unfortunately, I got wrapped up in a busy, in my busy schedule, and it was a big, Mm -hmm. way bigger research topic than I thought it was gonna be, so I will, I will... Be revisiting the concept that I I was going to do a a segment on cults in Japan Mm -hmm. because this was a cult-heavy week. Unfortunately, there's just a lot to talk about on that. So, so, uh, unfortunately, we'll never see the Order of uh, Munan Chotep Onast again or anything like it. So, unfortunately, we'll never talk about it. But if we ever do, we'll we'll, we'll, I'll I'll get back to that topic. Ha ha. Just funny. Just for laughs. Ha ha. Yeah. Um, And that's it. Uh, if you, uh, if you have a question... I have a question. What's your question? Um, 
a friend of the show argyle asks uh would you do you think that win high lee would be better at massage would you get a massage from win high lee I mean, from my understanding, Wen Hai Lee gets everything done and doesn't leave any bruises, so I think I would. Okay, yeah, I think I would too. Number, th- there's a second part to the question. Do you think he'd be he would be better at massages as a skeleton and possibly a burning skeleton? Burning skeleton, no. Skeleton. Mm. Now, now he 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 is of course a magically animated skeleton. Yeah, he's magic. We, that's, he has that's he a... has all the he has all the strength and dexterity of normal Win High Lee, but now he has really bony fingers. I don't think I I think I think thick muscly fingers are gonna give you better results than bone bony fingers. But I could I mean I've never gotten a massage from a skeleton, so I don't yeah, think I've, neither have I. I I I can't say for sure. If that's gonna, uh, if that's gonna get me what I need. Um, and I also know for a fact that turning into a skeleton is kind of a radical change, um, from being a human. So maybe it would take Wen Hai Lee some time to, uh, to really get his massage skills back after he was turned into a skeleton. I'm just making a note that a massage from a skeleton is a really funny episode title. <laughs> um... So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll say that that like a podcast. A canon, message from a skeleton. Shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm trying to focus on podcasts. That's. Do I own myself by calling this episode a message from a skeleton? <laughs> that sounds like a creepy pasta title. Episode episode eight, a message from a skeleton. Oh no! Oh no! I, I either, think that's what it has to be now. I I I mean I'm I've just I've owned myself so hard. Like like uh, oh man oh my god. So anyway, like a podcast in podcast guy. I had token, something else I wanted to say, but I forgot what it was because it, of message from a skeleton. <laughs> A podcast Gagotoku canon is that that Wen Hai Lee is just a living skeleton and he's somewhere, you know, he got away from the city. He went to, you know, he went somewhere in the countryside and he is still operating some kind of skeletal massage parlor. So good for him. I'm proud for him. He's alive. He's fine. Um, and this he's is fine, we, but he's dead. If you have any other questions, you can go to our uh, question post on uh, like a podcast That's not what it's called. It's where at twitter.com slash podcast Gagotoku. <laughs> That's podcast G-A-G-O-T-O-K-U. Um, I post a, a little episode teaser every week and you can leave your uh, comments and uh, your questions in the comment section below. That's what it's called. I love Twitter. Um, but we don't have hit any the subscribe week. button and ring make sure that to bell. Tap the little bell too. Yeah, make sure you ring that bell. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Recommend. Entergage. Grow our subscribe brand. to our Twitch channel where you can get uh, PogChamp. Yeah, po- all of our custom PogChamps. Po- Podcast ga go PogChamp. Um, and you can you know buy our products. Use promo code like a podcast for ten percent off. All of your Hokushi Kaikon um, massage oil orders, your skeleton cream, your acupuncture yeah, they've got needles. they've got new skeleton scented cream, <laughs> skellies and cream. Um, but yeah, I I think that's the rest of the. I think that's it. So uh, why don't you wrap things up for us? 
Yeah, uh, I've been Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. He has been Jordan. You can find him at Bradipus Rex. Uh, if you want to hear my voice in other places, you can listen to my Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast that I do with my other friends uh, who aren't stupid and misspell uh, possible titles. I wasn't looking! I wasn't looking at my keyboard! Uh, that is Pot of Greed. You can find the uh, you can find it on Twitter at Pot of Greedcast. What about you, Jordan? Uh, if you want to find me and my other podcast, you can listen to Jurgen It. It's a podcast about a bad ABC Family television show called The Secret Life of the American Teenager that I do with my brother. And uh, we are currently working our way through season six of Wattpad fan fiction, so the show can continue indefinitely forever. Um, it's good. Uh, we're we're working on. Is there Navi- any is there any season seven fic? Uh, I think there might be some sequels to the season six fan fiction, but I think we're going to call it there um, because, Uh, you know, some things just got to end eventually. But we've got plenty of plenty of content left for you to join. Yeah, I always prefer when a a show ends in its prime rather than like just extending things past where. Yeah, I I also I also used to like The Simpsons. Um, (laughs) So that is I think that's it. Uh, Oh, we have a discord. I always forget to plug the discord. Uh, You can find us in the link below every episode you can come in get our emojis get our onomichio emoji get our kiryu and machi emojis um, get our pog champ get our pog champ we don't have a pog champ don't worry don't worry you can you you don't you don't gotta think about pog champ um and you can just need, talk and chat now about i want to kiryu pog champ <laughs> if you can make it well I'll, I'll i'll take it um talk about yakuza talk about whatever just grow our brand, <laughs> grow our brand, like and subscribe, and uh, and as always, Kiwami means extreme. Bye! <laughs> Magic